discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, I want to share with you concerning two keys for extraordinary success. Two keys. Say two keys. Yes, just two. There are more keys, but I just want to show you two keys. You know, the kingdom of God that we have is run on keys. They are keys for the kingdom. Now, I want to show you the second point, but I'll say two things about the second point. Okay, so point number two. Key number two is what? Give your money. Give, apart from giving, so the, the key is actually one, but it's two in one. It's the, the key is giving, but it starts by giving yourself to the Lord. Then you give your money as well. There are four levels of giving. You give to God, you give to your man of God, you give to your parents, and you give to society. These are the four levels of giving. Okay? If you leave it, you are in trouble. I'm talking about giving your money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Four levels of giving. To God, to your man of God, to your parents, to society, or to poor people in society. The, the, poor, the poor is not first. The poor is last. The poor is last. Yes. Giving to God has to do with tithes. The first is tithing, offerings, first fruits, all those things. Now you give to your, the servant of God because you want to make contact with the grace of God upon his life. Then you give to your parents because there's blessing in giving to your parents. Every time when I'm going to a car, my car is full with, filled with whatever. I give my money money before coming back. Yes. Um, every time. I don't let her struggle. She complains about something. Oh, why? Yes. If I have it, I'll do it. If I don't have it, I'll go and steal. You get it? But there's a blessing. My father blessed me. He blessed me sir, before he died. Oh, the last encounter I had with my father was exchange of money. Yes. I went to pay for his medical bills. And I, I told him I'm leaving. I'm going, I'm coming back to Kumas. He said, oh, Charlie, you didn't bring me any money. I said, oh, I've paid for the hospital. I've given them the money to pay for the hospital. He said, that money, I will not get it. I need money on me so that I, I can become strong. I said, oh, daddy, don't, don't talk. I went straight to my car, got some money, folded it, and came to put it in his pockets like that. Then he did this. Ah, I mean, why a day? <laughs> and he started blessing me. Yeah, he started blessing me. He blessed, he blessed me. Uh, there are blessings I'm operating in that is from my father. Oh, yes. Don't complain about your father. Don't say your father has, has so many children. You, yours is coming. You know how difficult it is to be a man? It's not a joke. You know how difficult it is to sleep with one woman for the rest of your life? It's not a joke. The women, they don't understand. It's not a joke. Yeah. When you marry, 
and you are with your wife, you understand. I'll wait when you get there, then you come for, for a discussion. Yeah. They're preaching good. Hey, you know? Preaching. So don't be insulting your father, okay? Yeah. Don't be complaining about him, about the things he has done wrong. Now that you did this, now that you did that, that you did this, why did you do this? No. Leave him be. There's something called the devils of your father. If you talk too much about him, his devils will follow you. And it happen, they start following you as soon as he dies. When he dies, they start following you. So if you've been complaining about him, you'll not see some things because he's alive. He's facing those demons for you. But when he dies, because you're complaining and you're talking about him, they'll come to you and you do the, the, the mistakes you did times five. Check everybody. Check everywhere. All those who, whose fathers had about four wives and were complaining and had about eight children and were complaining. My father, they didn't do this, he didn't do that, he didn't do that. When their father dies and goes, they will have about 16 children with 18 women. <laughs> yes. The abortions are not counted. If not counted. Your father allowed the women to give birth, but you don't allow the women to give birth. You kill that. Your case is different. Your case is worse. What's the point? So giving, right? Giving to your father, or your mother, or the, all those things. Then to the poor. Yeah, orphans. We must do those things. So. Sponsor people who, are, who can't go to school. People on the streets. We must have food drives. Do f- plenty of food. Come and eat the food and be happy. We must do that. Okay? Do you understand? Okay. So Second Corinthians chapter 8. I want to talk about when do you give? Or is it giving is a lifestyle? Okay? It's a lifestyle. It's a, giving in terms of money is a lifestyle. The first one is also a lifestyle. Now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes when you talk about giving, people say that I don't have money. Some of us are offering is is an eyesore. I, I know what I'm talking about. Yes. I know that. This is, is something that needs to change in this church. This particular church. Because God has a word for you concerning your prosperity. Okay? You remember what I said at the beginning? Yeah. What did I say? This church, that to be what? One of the wealthiest churches in the whole world. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Now, I want to show you how that works. Okay? As, as a servant of God, I've spoken a prediction. I've said what God told me to tell you. Okay. But there's a way, there's something you must do for it to show up the way it's supposed to. It doesn't just happen. You must wage a good warfare with the prophecy that is spoken upon your life. The fact that prophecy has been said to you does not mean that you should just sit down and cross your legs and look into the skies for it to come. No, you must start moving. Okay? So, how do we do it? Okay, go to 1 Kings. Let's do the one in 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 17. From verse 8. 1 Kings 17, 8. You know, sometimes the tongues we speak, eh, they, they mean something. Oh. They mean something very great. I, I don't know if you ever, you've ever heard of uh, Kabasho. We've been saying Kabasho. And then we say Kabasha. Do you know all those things have meanings? I didn't know they had meanings. Check Google Translate. You will see it's there. Check for me. Google Translate. Type Kabasho. 
Yeah, it's actually some another country's language, Japanese. I didn't know. And Kabasha is Ethiopian. Is it Ethiopian or something? One of those Middle East, Eastern, uh, Eastern Middle Eastern countries, African countries. Yeah. Kabasho is what? Kabasho is what? Recovery. We've been saying it for years. Kabasho. It means recovery. I didn't know. I had no idea. I was just speaking a tongue that I got. Yeah. More than two years. Recovery. And if you've noticed, that was the time when we were going to a lot of things. But God, we say Kabasho. Oh, we were talking about Kabasho. Recovery. We are recovering whatever we lost. We are recovering. We are going forward. Yeah. Then Kabasha. You can just change the O to A. And then there was, there's, is it Kabazumi? Type Kabazumi. You remember Kabazumi? Kabazumi. Kabazumi means means prosperity or something. Kabazumi. That one is Japanese. What does it mean? Yeah, it means something. You can look for it. But don't don't joke with your tongues. When you are praying, Madazuki Vili Blabashuki Babadai. One lady was praying. One one lady in church at at Madina Church was praying, going through a lot of things, and she was saying a particular word. She was saying it. Ah, and then. She said a particular word and she repeated it over and over and over again. So she was just prompted to check Google Translate. And when she checked, it was her life, like the solution to all her life. Don't joke with speaking in tongues. It's very powerful. Hallelujah. Lagos Kizdini Babali. It cannot be something bad. The Bible says that when, when you bless with tongues, it says when you bless with tongues, you bless indeed. You bless well. Kabazumi was to be covered. To be Kabazumi. You remember, we used to say Kabazumi, then you say Kabasho. Then Kabasho, then Kabasha. Do something. Recovered. Recovery and covered. I'm co- say, I'm covered. Yes. Give the Lord a shout if you like what I'm saying. Yeah. You bless indeed. First Corinthians 14. First Corinthians 14. Yeah, First Corinthians 14. Somewhere there. It says, when I bless with thanks, I bless indeed. Yes, I bless indeed. Let's look at it. I think it would be great if we looked at it. And then we'll come back to First Kings. Okay? First Corinthians 14. Verse. Let's read from verse 14. It's in 16. But let's read from verse 14. Okay? It says, for if I pray in a known tongue, my spirit prayer, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I'll pray with the spirit and I'll pray with the understanding also. I'll sing with the spirit and I'll sing with the understanding also. I'll sing with the spirit. The spirit can't spell before the understanding. Speaking in tongues is more important. When you're speaking in, in, in tongues, God gives you understanding. That's what he's saying. Okay? Next verse. Else when thou shalt bless with the spirit. Can you imagine? It says, when you shall bless with the spirit. So there's a ministry of blessing with the spirit. Blessing with the spirit. That's why in some places... The prophet to speak in tongues. Then everybody will say, I receive it. Because he's blessed. It's because of the scripture. He's blessing with the spirit. It says, and else when thou shalt bless with the spirit, how shall he that occupies the room of the unlearned say amen? Because you see, the, unle- the one who occupies the room of the unlearned is the one who does not understand tongue speaking. But you understand tongue speaking. And I'm even giving you some more light on it about the fact that when we speak in tongues, when the, someone is preaching and speaking in tongues, you can say amen. Because he's blessing by the Spirit. 
this else when thou shalt bless with the spirit how shall he that occupy the room of the Lord say amen at thy giving of thanks see he understanding not what thou say he understanding not what that but the one who is occupying the room of the Lord understanding what is going on he understands you don't know maybe something powerful for you it's spiritual don't try to calculate everything with your mind in Christianity there are things you believe in that you don't understand you don't understand how do how do you impregnate a woman without sexual intercourse Mary got pregnant it happened you can't understand it she got pregnant and gave birth there are miracles now people don't have wombs but they have given birth we don't know where the baby slept the baby slept on the stomach inside the stomach they were eating on everything the baby came the people check there's no womb yes you are in the church you are in the church tell anybody you are in the church so last point okay key number two is what we are talking about giving money your money to the lord giving your money to the lord to um, the man of god to your pastor eh? your pastor who is here after i told you at the beginning give to your pastor you understand yes it's very important then the others so that i'm trying to let you know how you can progress how your life can go we are talking about two keys of success yeah. i'll show you the first one the second one how you, your life can progress and increase how you can move from zero or negative to be coming to coming to millions and billions okay yeah i want to show you how you can go you must be intentional on what i'm coming to tell you you have to be very very intentional on it okay now this is a very interesting story very very powerful story first kings chapter 17 verse 8 and i'm teaching as well am i teaching the word of god do you have something to write yes you are writing something what is in my notes is what i'm telling you so you should be able to write notes write the scripture and write something small we said about it write the scripture write something small that we said about so you can remember you get it without that you can't grow how many of you pass your exams by just sitting in the exam hall like this you're a shark you're just look at the teacher like that that's how some people behave when they come to church. They just look at the, 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 the man of God like that. No movement. Even when the, the, the man of God says something funny. Are too serious. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord came unto He's talking about Elijah. So the word of the Lord came unto Elijah. Elijah the prophet. The word of the Lord. Say the word of the Lord. Say it once again. The word of the Lord came to Elijah saying, the word of the Lord. This is God talking. Hey, God has spoken. God is funny. Yo. How many of you know God, God is very funny? How many of you know God, God doesn't make sense most of the time? Plenty times. It's like he's not serious. Be. God meets Gideon. Sends an angel to Gideon and tells him that thou mighty man of valor it is you who will deliver Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Do you know who he was talking about? Gideon was even hiding and trying to get some corn for himself to eat. He was hiding behind the and God, God appeared to him to an angel and said that thou, he calls him thou mighty man. Even a broadening cat here that is going to chew, he's hiding. Sometimes you wonder God, God, what is, why? God appears to Abraham and to Sarah and says that Sarah shall conceive a child in a womb. A year by this time, she would have had a child. Sarah, the Bible says Sarah loved. And said, I'll go home, Papa. 
God, you are so funny. How can I have pleasure? How can I have pleasure? In my old age, seeing my Lord is also old also. I mean, Sarah had to change to become a sexy woman at once. She had to just change. So I said, I couldn't understand. I mean, how, what are you talking about? I should check me, 90-year-old woman. I should be changing my styles in bed. I mean, there's men no, men no stop. Men no, men no stop. And God says, oh, why are you laughing? God didn't criticize it. God didn't say, hey, you don't respect. I'm the one talking. What I, God said, why are you laughing? I will shock you. It will come to pass. I will shock you. Do you know the dance called shocky, shocky dance? How do you dance it? God says, I'll shock you. I'll dance it like that for you. I'll shock you. I'll shock you like that. Hey! God is like, God is not serious sometimes. And we wonder, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? God is going to deliver Daniel from the den of lions. When they caught him, he didn't do anything. When we were taking him, he didn't do anything. When they raised him in front of the, 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 the pits, they didn't. When they dropped him, he didn't do anything. When they covered the thing, he didn't do anything. When they loved him, he didn't do anything. The following day, they came, he was still alive. The Bible says, God has shut their mouth. When they're going to put the three Hebrew boys into the furnace, when they carried him, they carried them, God didn't, he was just there looking at them. As they were moving, nothing. When they got to the fire, the king said, no, this was their foolish, but hit it seven times. As they were hitting it to the second time, God didn't do it. Third time, nothing. Fourth time, nothing. Fifth time, sixth time, seventh time, nothing. The people who were even throwing them into the furnace, they all got bent. They all died. And the boys hopped into the furnace. They threw them. Still, when they were throwing them, God didn't do anything. When they got into the fire, they were walking and marching in the fire like this. Yeah. That's how God is. Yeah. You, you are expecting some things. You are expecting it to come at a certain point. But it's, like it's not happening. Relax. Tell me about relax. That's how God works. It's funny sometimes. Yes, but last minute. It's like last minute. Sometimes even after the last minute. He's never too late. Always on point. Always on point. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying. Came unto Arise. Say arise. Arise. Get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Go to, you see, this is hunger farming time, three and a half years. Elijah and Kasankasa has prayed that it would not rain for three and a half years, and it is affecting him. So there's no food, nothing. He needs food. So God says, Go, arise and go to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow, a widow woman to sustain you. To sustain you. I've, I've commanded a widow. Now, let's look at the state of the widow. Can we look at the state of the widow? So, this widow that God has commanded that he should take care of the prophet and sustain him for a year, for three years. God took care of Elijah for six months and then he let him go there for three years. So, he arose and went to Zaphat. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in, in a vessel that I may drink. So the woman 
and she was going to fetch the and as she was going to fetch the, the water he called to her and said bring me i pray you a morsel of bread in your hand as you are coming don't just come with water i'm actually hungry bring me some some brodo tea bread some in salam and some bread some a1 bread i need apple bread i need something then the, listen god is very god god eh? say god eh? it's very funny because I've commanded the widow woman to take care of you and sustain you for three years. What will you be expecting? A bilone. A trilone. The king's wife. Something. A woman with a, a plantation farm. With plenty banana on it. And mangoes and bread. Bread on the plantation. Listen. The woman. Look at the woman. And now she was going to say, fetch me some bread in your hand. Next verse. And she's... The woman just turned and said to him, Ole, you don't know. It not be easy for you. He said, listen, as the Lord thy God liveth, as the Lord your God. The woman knew that he was a prophet. Everybody knew Elijah. They knew him. He said, as the Lord thy God liveth. Listen, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks. The food is so small that two sticks can boil the food. It's the two stick boiling meal type of meal. I mean, two sticks. One, two. You know sticks. She didn't say two wood pieces or not a lot. No, sticks. Abba. 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 She's cooking in a cup. Abba. She's gathering Abba. So she picked the first one. Just when she was about to pick the second one, the prophet came. Then she decided to go. He said, listen, you don't know what you're talking I have just small meal. Just two. I'm getting two steaks. And when that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. When we finish eating it, it is our death sentence. This is our death meal. Dinner, we are eating and dying. Did you hear what God said initially? I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. To sustain thee. To God, t- tell me about God. Eh? God, eh? he's very funny. He's very funny. Yeah, the woman turned and said, Listen, assuredly, as your Lord lives, as you, your Lord lives, that you are commanded that he shouldn't bring rain. Assuredly, that, that guy lives. I don't have anything. You see me here like that. Oh, now beautiful. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is inside. Shele is inside. Shele. Two sticks. I'm just going to use two sticks to boil the meal and that will be the end of our lives. Not even gas. She doesn't have gas. Not even gas. When we, were, we weren't using two sticks. When we were, remember in crow? When we used to boil in crow? How do you say that in English? In crow. In crow. In crow. When we used to do in crow. We just, we, we use more than two sticks. This woman is going to use two sticks to boil. I, I believe it's this way. The, the me was this way. Now he and it's so shit. Now it's so shit again. Everything went. Hey! What a shock. God is too funny. Yeah. He says, I've commanded the widow to sustain you. He says, because when God sees, when, when God looks at you, he sees something else. He sees something else. He sees something else. He sees how you are actually. Yeah. God saw her as a rich woman. Why? Because her riches was dependent on something she did. Look at the next verse. Wow. 
And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. Tell about fear not. Listen, if you fear, you will not enjoy a lot of things in God. You're not. Fear not. The number one thing that takes a lot of people away from the things of God is fear. When Gideon was going to fight the Midianites and those people, he had 33,000 soldiers to go and fight with. So God told him, the people are too many. So he asked the people, if you are afraid, get out, go away. 27,000 of them left. because So 27,000 were prevented from enjoying the blessings of God because of fear. They left. Yeah. If you let, if you allow fear, it's and fear. The opposite of fear is faith. Faith is just take that. It's because God has said it. Let's go. God says we should go. That's how this church started. There was nobody sitting in the church. This this uh, morning that we are preaching, I'm preaching here. There are so many places with so many people gathered, just like this place, with similar numbers or even more. Yeah. 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 Just a few years down the line. If I said God, nobody's coming because I had one member for six months. Will you go to a church that has one member for six months? You don't go. Is my preaching not nice? I was preaching the same way, but they didn't come. Nobody minded me. Yeah. If you're afraid, you will not go. Fear not. Go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first. What prophet? What kind of prophet is this? Shouldn't the prophet be given to her rather and be commanding? I share, I share. Lego Baba. And multiply the bread. No. Go and make for me first. And bring it unto me. And after after make for thee and your son. There's nothing. Prophet Demi can't want Tiana. I didn't hear what I said. I said that was just just for that. We just eat and that's it. Two steaks. The meal. My son will even more will eat more than I will do. But uh, we are going to do it. Are you in the church? Make for me first. You must give to the Lord first. You see, the woman was poor. She was a poor widow. Poor widow. Two sticks widow. Two sticks type of widow. Ready to die. You are here. You don't have anything on you. No money. You know your you know your own pocket. It's nothing. You know your own family. I'm not even talking about only you. Your own family. Nobody can raise five thousand Ghana cities you if you need five thousand cities right now. To be very difficult. It will be, it will be a tussle. It will be a fight, a battle. Yes. I see what I'm talking about. It will be a serious battle. Since ages past, not recently. It's not that you were rich and then from the ages past. Oh, to the ages to come, you are poor. You are poor, forever poor. Everlasting poverty. I mean, the family is condemned to poverty. And you know how? How can you? Because money is very important. Hey, if you don't think that money is important, you were a big joke. Money is too important. We do everything with money, and you need money. You can't tell me you don't need money. You need money. It's a need. It's a need. I want to show you how to get more money. That's what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. I'm showing you how to make more money. More money. More money. Yeah, I, did, I didn't have anything on me some two days or three days ago. Nothing. I was just giving to others. So I was to some people, some of our pastors. I was just giving to them. I gave them about thousands of cities. That's all I had on me. I gave it to them. Yeah. Just yesterday, someone came. Oh, pastor, 
God bless you for being a blessing to me. I don't know what I would have done without you. God bless you. This is just a seed. I'm sowing for my life. I said, okay, when I open a thousand cities. When I received it, ask me where the thousand is. It's finished. I've distributed more than 700. I'm coming to give my tithe here. And I'll give my offering. It's finished. I'm a, I'm a current person. When money comes, this is flow. Let it go. That's why I'll never lack money. Never. Oh. Never. Never. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The woman, you see, the prophet should have given it to the woman, but the prophet told her, do it for me. She did. And when she did, look at the next verse. For that's said the Lord God of Israel. The barrel of meal, this Lord God of Israel that you are talking about, that you say as assuredly as my Lord lives. He's the one who said it. The barrel of meal, and God didn't say it to, the, to Elijah when he spoke to him the first time. This is an instant message that is coming from God. Then, then. Because the woman is responding to the thing. For as surely as the Lord, uh, the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the, curse, the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. We are going to eat for three years. Don't worry, do for me first. She went to do it. If you, if you give to God first, hmm? if you give your money to God first, if you give your tithes, a lot of people don't give their tithes. That's why their life is tight. Give to God. You may not have. I'm, I know you don't have. That's why I'm telling you, I'm showing you what to do to have. Give what you have. When you give what you have, you will multiply. Let me show you another scripture. This, the rest is just a vision. I'm showing, so I'm just showing you a vision. Mark, Mark chapter what? Mark chapter 12. Let's read Mark chapter 12. Kabasha is what? To subject, to subdue, to force, to keep under. Bring it to bondage, to bring it to bondage. Make subservient, to subdue, force, violate, to subdue, dominate, tread down. Listen, so when we say Kabasha, you are dominating on every side. We are ruling the whole world. We are recovering. We are covered. And we are subduing. On every side. Kabasho. Kabasho. Kabazumi. Charlie. It's even, it's even in Hebrew. Yeah? Kabasha is an Albanian origin and it means kabash in Hebrew. Meaning to subject. To subdue. What a shock. Hey. See, I'm going somewhere. So the world is mine. Sally. Mark chapter 12, verse 42. Mark chapter 12, verse 42. And there came a certain what? This Mark chapter 12, verse 42. The principle of the world doesn't work in the kingdom of God. It doesn't. It's different. They are keys. They are different. Okay? Says there, and there came a certain poor widow. She's not just a widow. The first one was just a widow. This one, she's qualified. She's a poor widow. She's a poor widow. A certain poor widow. She's not even a poor widow. And she threw in... Jesus was standing behind the offering bowl. There's nothing wrong with us seeing your offerings. We must see offerings to see what type of person you are. And now we can help you. Yes, I know the offerings. That's why I'm telling you about this. I know I've known your offerings for a long time. Every day I get your offerings. How much offering you give? All of you together give. I know. I'm aware. I have reports. And there's an aspect that you need to prop up everybody. You have to prop up. You need to prosper. You have to prosper. You don't have to stay where you are. You have to go forward. You have to mean it. Like be intent on it. You have to be intentional in life. 
You have to be intentional. It's called intentional. You are giving it intentionally. You don't. You know you don't have anything, but you are giving it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Because you want to come out of your penury, come out of where you are. I don't like the level I'm on. I want to change levels. This is the way to change levels. This is the way to change levels. Increase your offerings. Increase the increase. Change it. You have been giving one thing for a long time. Change it. Just last two weeks, I changed my offering. I realized I've been giving a certain amount. I realized that I've been doing that for the more than one year. For like two years, I've been doing that. I told my wife, I was, I was just taking a shower. I was just taking a shower. And then, it just came to me. God told me, increase your offerings. So I stretched my head and said, baby. My wife was in the, in the room. I said, baby, we are increasing our offerings. We are, adding, we are adding half more to it. So you give this, I also give this. Wherever we find ourselves in the world. I said, no problem. I have a good wife. I said, no problem. We do it. God bless. We don't have it. We don't have that money. But since we started, we've been able to give that money every week. Yes. Every week. Yes. And she threw in two mites. Two mites. This is like two pesos. Two. One peso, one peso. Two. That was, look, the Bible says, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. Next verse. When Jesus saw it, he called on to his disciples. This is a miracle. It's like, hey, this is serious. He's not coming to complain. He's coming to complain. lead the woman. He calls to the disciples. Come, 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 come. Something wild is happening here right now. A lesson. Like, you get a lesson for the disciples. So he calls everybody, come. There's a lesson to learn. This is very serious. I said unto them, very I said unto you, that this poor widow has cast more in than all they which have cast into the offering bag. This poor widow has given more than anybody who has given today. Because the Bible says that the richer people were giving out of their riches. Next verse. For all they that did cast into of their all they did cast in of their abundance. But she of her wants, she of her what? Wants. Of her wants, of her wants. Of her need, there's one in Luke chapter two. I think that Luke chapter two will be, will be fine. She of her one because in all that she had, even all her living, she gave all her living. And Jesus says that she has done more than every other person did. No, I don't understand Jesus. Jesus should be saying that, oh, poor widow, collect no, collect the offerings that they have, have come. Just collect the offering. This rich people that have been coming, they've been giving a lot of. Today we have hits. We don't hammer. Come, come, come. Let me share. The Bible says we should give, and we shall be. We shall, it shall be given unto us. So come. Me now, I said it. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Come, 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 come. Come and let me give one. <laughs> Poor widow. You today is your day of abundance. Come. And then he's supposed to give it to her, isn't it? Is that what she's supposed to do? Is that what she's supposed to do? But Jesus doesn't do that. He starts talking about how wonderful she is. How wonderful. This is God talking. How wonderful. This woman has done more than every other person. Do you know why Jesus said that? Do you know why Jesus said that? Because it should come into the news. Prophet takes from poor widow. It should come into the news. Prophet exploits poor widow. Even her two mites. All that she has. All her living. What will this woman, widow woman do? They should have taken a picture of it and brought it to daily graphic. Listen, never complain about the church. The church is taking offering. Brother, it's a matter of faith. Don't, don't do that. She was putting her faith to work. And she had begun, listen no, she had begun the process of her abundance. Jesus didn't need to empty the offering back for her. Because she was not going to go home without nothing. Something will happen on the way. 
and it marks the beginning of her prosperity. I want to tell you to give out of your wants, like this woman. Give out of your need. Okay? Give out of your need. You see, when we give her, it's not that we have money. It's like we have plenty of money sitting down. No. No. I made the pastors give 5,000 cities at the, end of, at the beginning of the year, as their seed for the year. And a lot of them gave. They were able to give that. They didn't have it. But they gave it. Have you died since you gave that money? Not died. Now, life and kicking. More has come. I remember when I gave my first 20,000 Ghana cities to God. I remember very well. That was all I had. When I received it, I gave it to God. Because today I received 50,000 Ghana cities. God told me, give it to someone. Give it to church. We were building. I gave it to church. Yeah. That was all I had. Sometimes it's my last meal. I don't discuss my finances with anybody. Why should I discuss? Are you God? I don't discuss it with you. You don't know my pocket. Sometimes it's nothing. But we'll give it to God. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give it to God. Yeah. So don't be surprised. It was like I'm swimming in a certain kind of abundance. Okay? Don't be surprised. Because I'm, I'm intentional giving. When I want to go forward in a certain way, I give. Yes, I give. I must empty my account. Echo Bank, they don't like me much because my account is almost always zero. I don't really keep much there. Must do something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you want to get out of the level you are on now? You want to get out of it, isn't it? Give. Give your way to the top. Give your way to the top. I see you giving millions, though. Millions of dollars. But you start from where you are. Give your best to God. Okay? Give your best to God. Give your best to God. Change your offerings. Change it from once. Increase it. Increase it. Intentional. Intentionally increase it. You know, as a young man in our church, one of our churches, who understands what I'm telling you now, we were all in this church together. You know, everybody was in church in this church. The whole of our churches that we have everywhere. We have 18 churches. All the 18 churches came out of this place. We were all here some time ago. He was here with me. In, uh, and in 2000 and, uh, 2014, he left university in 2013. So after national service, he didn't know what to do with his life. So he came to me. He said, Pastor, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know where I'm going to go. So they go and bring an offering. When we call, when we call for an offering, it's like we like money. I don't chop the money. Yo. This guy came. I told him, do that. Do that. He brought it. Came to so I said, put it into the offering bag and pray over. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your son. Thank you that this marks the beginning of his blessings, his increase. Multiply him. Cause him to see your goodness. That's all I said. I said, you see me, I don't pray complicated prayers. Yeah, yes, God bless. In Jesus' name, amen. It's okay. This is 2018. He has more than 700,000 Ghana cities in investments. He's not 30. He's not 30. He has more than, did you hear what I said? He has more than 700,000 Ghana cities in investments. No, I have a pastor who has more than 500,000 Ghana cities in investments. I have a pastor like that. One of our pastors in our church. Rich. Yeah. They are not 30. They are not 38. And this guy, this guy I'm talking about, he doesn't joke with the church. He doesn't joke with the church. 
What we're building? Pastor, what do we need? 20,000. He'll give 20,000. 40,000. He'll give it. No complicated things. He doesn't wait for me to call him for money. At all. He, he understands what he's doing. Yeah. Recently, I need, we needed money for something. And I was searching from various because I was under a lot of pressure. So I called him, Charlie, I need this amount of money. I'll give it to you back on Monday. It's for church things. So it's okay, no problem, Pastor. He sent the money. When the money was ready, I was going to give it to him. He said, Pastor, ah, I've given money to church. You want me to take it back? Pastor, no. Man, I, can't even, I can't even ask if I need it because he has, right now, the way it's going, he gets it because I know when he gives it, he's not going to take it. So it's difficult. I can't ask him anymore. So don't joke with what you are doing. Don't joke with what we are saying. Okay? If it has worked for one person, this can work for you. This church we are sitting in, when we were coming here, this there was no plaster. There was not there was no roof, nothing. There was no ceiling, nothing. Maybe one day you should watch the video of how the place looked like. Even money to come in was a problem. We didn't have it. We needed three thousand three thousand cities more to make things work. We didn't have it. I went to a friend. I went to negotiate with a friend, a very good friend of mine. I told him, give me 3,000. I'll pay you 1,000 cities with 100 cities every month. So by the end of three months, you'd have gotten 3,300. He said, eh. I said, oh yeah, well, I can do that. Okay. And he signed a check for me, 3,000. I went to cash it. And brought it for us to complete some, pay up and complete some things. That church that was struggling for 3,000. This is 2012. We came here 2012. September 2012. That's when we came to this place. How many years ago is that? Six years. It's not just six years. September will be six years. Five years and some months. If I tell you our the church's yearly income, you will not you stop giving offering. So I won't tell you. You open your mouth and you do this. What you say. Young, young. We are small boys, young, young students, all of us, small boys. Uh, nobody's old, old yet. Small, small boys. We've been able to build Alpha. We've paid more than 260,000 Ghana cities for land in Accra. In three months, we've been able to do that. So you are just wrap your mind around it. Yeah. How did it happen? I don't joke with that. We tight on everything. Ask them. The partner, when you give your partnership, we tight off it. When you bring your partnership, we tight, there's partnership tight. All the offerings and whatever, we tight off it. Even seeds that come, we tight off it. Every time, tights. Fresh fruits, tight. I mean, we are just giving our tight. That, so the church is a, is a person. That's, the church is a person. That's, that's the secret to our prosperity. If you think you are prosperous, I'm telling you, how come you are prosperous? We didn't have neither, neither, nothing, nothing, was nothing. Now there's plenty. There's plenty. So I've just showed you the way to go up by the years. I mean, every year you are going up and up and up and up. Give yourself. Give your money. I pray for you today. I pray for you today. That's the anointing that God has placed upon this house will work in your life in the dramatic classical way just as God has prospered this house over the years before the next three years your level will be so different that you can't recognize your own self 
you have to pinch yourself to remember what, where you came from. I pray for you right now. For prosperity unlimited. Prosperity unlimited. I want to show you the, the prophecy with scripture so that you can refer to it for the rest of your life. Okay? Can I show it to you? Genesis chapter 49. Genesis 49 verse 26. I want to show you the blessing. Okay? This is Jacob blessing his son, Joseph. He says, the blessings of thy father. Jacob is blessing Joseph. He is Joseph's father. And he says, the blessings of your father. That he was talking about himself. The blessings of your father. In other words, the blessings I'm speaking upon you. Which is my blessings that I'm speaking upon you. The blessings of my, your father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors. The blessings I'm giving to you has prevailed over the blessings of my progenitors. Who is progenitors? Abraham and Isaac. He says, the blessing I'm giving to you now has prevailed over my own progenitors. The blessings that are coming to you are more than the blessings that has prevailed, that has been of old. Listen, if someone has given in time past and has been blessed, the story I just mentioned to you, what the blessings you are receiving now is above wherever it came from way beyond your eyes can, you can't imagine it the blessings of your father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills they shall be on the head of Joseph they shall be on your head in the name of the Lord Jesus and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his, his brethren that is a blessing God says I should give to you. When God pro promised I, Abraham a child, he just one child. When Isaac was promised a child, just two children. When he got to Joseph, he became twelve. So Joseph is saying that the blessings that my, my progenitors had, it, in my case it has gone higher. They had one, they have two. I have twelve. I have twelve. So with the blessings of the twelve, I'm giving it, it is coming on your head coming on you. Listen, today marks the last day of your poverty. Today marks the last day of your poverty. Last day. You have gone higher. Move, move a step forward and say, I've stepped higher. I've gone higher. That is your story. Lift up your hands towards heaven. Father, thank you for your children. Thank you for your blessings upon your children. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.